The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Been a, we had a week off. I think it was our first, what, first time having a, having a week off. I think so. It's yeah. our first time missing in quite a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, so we missed some some stuff. We missed, uh, you know, obviously MLK Day, which which uh, sure. for this show. Well, uh, didn't we record on MLK Day? Nah, we would have. Okay, okay. That was the Monday. Yeah, we would have, but you know, just yeah, yeah, you know, I figure. We absolutely got to acknowledge, you know, that because I think uh, everything that MLK Day stands for is everything that's a this show is about. So, you know, definitely salute to MLK Day and, and everything that it's about. Um, you know, we, we, we feel like, me personally, I feel like a, a legacy of everything that MLK was trying to, trying to do and try to get going. And, you know, this show is a legacy of that. So, um yeah, wanted to give that out. And then as far as, hey, first question, we talked earlier about off-air, um, about kind of a f- fullness of life. And uh, I kind of share with you some of the things that are going on on my side here that sure. uh, has made my life feel more full than it than it's ever been. Um, you know, f- from your perspective, man, like uh, – I just throw it out there, fullness of life. Like, do you got any thoughts? Do you, do you have any examples for you? Like, uh, where do you, you stand with living a full life? I do, man. So, um, I'm reading this book called uh, "Die with Zero by Bill Perkins, and uh, his his whole thing is like, you should die with zero dollars in your bank account, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is very unnatural. People are like, "Well, what we what I want to leave is a legacy, right? Or, right? Or I want to leave money to my kids, or they, people have lots of things that they want to do, and they're like, when I die, I want these things to happen." And like a lot of what he says is like, "Well, yeah, but <clears throat> if you die at eighty, your kids are probably fifty-five, and you leave them, let's say, you leave them seventy-five thousand dollars, right?" Um, that's useless to them at 55, <laughs> right? But it would have been tremendous at 30, <laughs> right? Like it would have been life-changing at 30. And at 55, it's just like money that helps them make sure that they retire okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, is that how you – is that – when you stop and think about that, is that really what you wanted? And I go like, hmm, that's an interesting point by Bill Perkins. And, he, uh, and then he'll be like, when you're – let's say you want to do a trip back packing through Europe say that's a goal for you right that trip makes a lot of sense at 20 right because at 20 you go backpacking through Europe and you stay in hostels and you know you sleep in a room with 20 other people on like a thin mattress right that's fine that's a that's a life experience worth having right Mm -hmm. try doing that at 60 
when you're you know you've done well in your life and you've, you're kind of bougie and you, you have opinions about how nice things should be all of a sudden it's less appealing right and so he's like he's like if you frame your life in these more complicated ways you get more interesting results right and so i've been doing that a little bit and like trying to think about like well what are some of the like what is a what does a life well lived look like for me? Like what, what is the, the, the grouping of all the things saying like, this was, I did it. I did a, you know, if tomorrow's the end of the day, well then I'll look back and go, and I got a lot of them, right? I, I do a lot of them pretty well. Um, but we're taking a trip to Iceland in May that is like more expensive than I would feel comfortable spending. Right. It's like, it's a little, we're doing some things that, <laughs> that are out that are that are you know what i mean like we're, we're yeah. buying the the plus the premium package in a few spots where where i do not buy the premium package right and it's all because like this is the perfect time for us to take this trip for who we are right yeah. and and there's no um, there's nothing to save for this is the moment right um and so doing the right thing in the moment is the thing that makes the most sense so I think that, you know, for everybody, it's going to be different, right? Yes. Um, For everybody, what a full life means is different stuff. For me, I think the the knack that I'm trying to grow and and understand about myself is like, what are the things that I really value? Um, And when I'm doing them, am I doing them correctly? Right? Um, So... This show is actually a pretty great example of it, right? Like, yes. what matters to me is like doing the things, doing things that are like, uh, g- generally in the in the long eye of the universe or whatever, uh, societal good, right? And this show is a societal good. Now, it's at this point probably a show that's a societal good for two people, right? <laughs> but the idea behind it, in truth, is that we're doing a societal good, right? And so that's kind of what I'm about, I think. And most of the time I'm doing a good job recognizing it and then picking the premium package for whatever that is, right? Um, So that's sort of my thoughts on that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, we we talked off air about it, and I think, like, one, this show to me is, uh, this show to me is, like, it's, it's one of the things in my life that has been like a huge fulfillment. And I think the thing is I learned about myself and I think the key that you make earlier is you talk about how it's different for everybody. And there's an <clears throat> it's important to figure out what is what is the things that make you happy? What are the things that make you full? In order to live a full life, you got to know, like, what actually fills your cup up, you know? And I've learned something about myself that I, I've probably always known, but it's been, it gets clearer every day for me, is that what, what fills my cup up is when I get the opportunity to fill other cups. You know what I mean? That That's what, that's what makes me full. So a lot of the things, like, doing this show with you, and and being able to pour in to you through the show actually fills me up every day. It fills me up every Monday, you know, or Tuesday. You know what I mean? And uh doing you know, lately I've been working a business, but it's not for this 
it's not for this grab of money. You know, like right now, everything that our business is around is, yes, we want to be successful. Yes, we want to be sustainable. But more, but just as important as all that, in order to become sustainable, in order to be successful, we're working this angle of customer service that's like just different. That's just different. And every time we're around people, which we were this, this weekend, we did a little event and uh, around kind of like the Eagles game situation here. And I'm telling you, the response that we get is un- unbelievable. Everybody just like, man, who who are who are those guys? You know, because of just the professionalism, the way we work with you, the way we communicate, how we make, you know, we bring this energy to your event that's like, wow, like I had a good time. Yeah, the food was great, but they are they are some real people that are about some real stuff. And that to me, I had a conversation with my wife. We were driving and I'm like, hey, one of the things that when we sat down with like one of these small business classes that that comes up is who who's your customer? You know, who who's your customer? Why do they need you? You know, and I think the thing that fills me up from even a business end and fills me up from a life end also again is pouring in the people. So when I think about the business end, I think about the customer that I'm looking for. And everything that I do, I want a customer that is kind of, the, you know, looking for value. You know, I want a customer that's looking for value. I want a customer that is looking to have this great experience, but maybe they can't afford to have this experience on some Gucci price level. You know what right. I mean? Which, which is the way that, like, if you're just talking about catering and stuff like that is, is you're actually paying for light, you can light it up pretty yeah easy. yeah and you're and you're not necessarily paying for food you're actually paying for like an image and like this you know experience that's kind of like gucci like you know what i mean it's like you're paying for this high-end thing and so for me what excites me and what fills me up is when i get to do these events and i know that like yeah yeah we made some money we we made 50 percent markup on what we what we did but also that customer walked away like, oh, my God, I was about to go with this person and they were going to charge me twice as much. And everything that I've heard from people that went with them was how, you know, their, the food wasn't good. Their service isn't good. They're this, this. And they most of the people have walked away feeling like, why did I even do that? Right. What fills me up is when at the end of that event or whatever I do, when that customer comes back and they're like, oh, my God, everybody that was at the party keeps calling me and telling me how great everything was and and that that fills me up so you know i had that's that seth godin thing right because he would he would talk seth talks about the purple cow right he's like okay he's like what you want to be is like there's a lot of cows what you want to be is a purple cow a cow that people go like oh did you did you see that (laughs) yeah right you want to be remarkable you want to be memorable exactly Um, because that's like that's the the meaning. You don't want to just be another cow. You don't want to be just another caterer. You want to be this this memorable experience that's that's worth talking about. Exactly. No, you're 100 percent right. And that because you, feel... you feel that that role for somebody. Yeah, and that fills me up. And the same thing I was telling you, I'm coaching little league basketball, and that that fills me up. Like anytime I get to have an experience with another person and get a chance to fill someone else's cup, it's fulfilling to me, man. 
in 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 every way and every aspect of my life i look forward to those moments um so you know I, i've been feeling really fulfilled in in life and full in life right now because of all of these opportunities i'm getting to, to fill other people's cups which is awesome you know it's good yeah so one of the things we talked about last week filling cups or rather two weeks ago is we were like well you got to fill your cup with Great not segue. sugar Great yeah segue. i nailed it i nailed it <laughs> uh, <laughs> with not sugar right yes so um the first week you went four and three so yes. you barely you Nail barely biter. won Nail Nail biter. Biter. um and then this week i think you went four and uh i'm sorry five and two five and two um, yeah, five and two so you got two w weeks but it turns out that not drinking anything with sugar is quite a lot harder than you expected, huh? Oh, absolutely. Because I even text you the one day, you know, before we get into your side, I text you the one day that uh, I literally got tricked into it because I was literally just drinking the normal almond milk that we get. And I just happened to look. You know, and I just, I think I just put it in my coffee or something. Or I drink, I, some, I had like barely yeah. much of it, right? And I looked at the ingredients. It's like, holy shit, this has sugar in it? Yep. And, I, and, and like, and it's not that like, yes, most almond milks do, but I think it was like a, a unsweetened It didn't even occur like, to you. Yeah, because yeah. it was like a all, it was, I think like it was something we switched to because we, we actually looked at the label of another almond milk and we saw all the shit in it. And we were like, oh, no, we're not getting that one anymore. So the whole goal was to go to this different almond milk because it has less ingredients in it, you know. And so it's supposed to be like a more organic type of uh, sure, healthier, sure. healthier option. And I just never, ever looked at like the ingredients in. Yeah, and the fourth ingredient is pure cane sugar. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't even realize. Like, this is just as bad as the last one, you know. So, uh, so we stopped getting that one, too. And, and we finally looked at the label when we were at the store. I think with the one, we kind of looked at the bottle, and it was like this, you know, I said, like, all natural. You know, we got, Unsweetened. you know, my yeah, wife went like, oh, shopped okay. in it, shopping, and, I, you know, I'm going to throw her under the bus here. I think she kind of got, she, she kind of bit on, like, probably, like, the all natural or some, something that, some, something on the label. Yeah, something on the label made her feel good that she was bringing Put a little, put a little green a plant on there. Yeah. And you're like, God, this, this is healthy. Yeah, I think she got duped. Like, um, you know, she was trying to be choose a healthier option, but I don't think she sure. actually read the label. She just saw like, you a picture. You can get hustled easy, like, yep. man, if you're not paying attention. Exactly. So that one got me. And then the, I forget what the other one was. I think I just like, I don't know. I, I did something. I forget what it was. No, I think I, I think one was you went to Starbucks. Oh, yeah, that was the first day. Yeah, that was yeah. the first day. And then one, how did I get do? I don't know. I, it was another one where it wasn't even like, it wasn't even, oh, you know what it was? I went to, I was order, we were ordering food, and I think I ordered a, uh, un, I thought I said unsweetened tea. They sent me out a sweet tea. Sweet tea. And I had a chance. I took my first sip. I wasn't even going to count it. And then I said, fuck it. I, I wanted to eat my fries, and I can't eat without sipping. So I said, fuck it. I ain't drink it all. But I did drink enough where I was like, all right, I got to count it. I had to be true to myself and counted it. Yeah. So those were my three Those were my three mistakes. And then uh, this last Saturday and Sunday, we were away. So, you know, we, we, we fucked up some shit. I, we went to, like, you know, dinner 
Yeah, I mean, there's, there needs to be a. You, you, there's there's a reason that you you go for the W for the week, not for every. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, you yeah. you need to have the, some flexibility in your life to, to yeah. enjoy a night out or something like that. Can so. I tell you the one thing that I'm realizing though? Hmm. I am still addicted to sugar, and it's bad oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. I, unfortunately, when I'm drinking my coffee, now that I'm not drinking it with sugar, I'm finding myself having to have something sweet on the eat. side with it to eat. Mm-hmm. So I like that. That's going to be the next, you know, when we get through this month trial here. That's, that's the next thing. Cause I'm finding myself still seeking it out. The intake is still probably half of what type of sugar I've been drinking at, you know, at my peak, not even half, probably like a quarter. Sure. But I still find myself like, you know, needing that with certain types of drinks. Yeah, the true goal um, is zero liquid calories, right? Yeah, to that's drink, the true goal. Is to drink mm-hmm. no calories, right? That means no almond milk. That means, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no calories. Mm-hmm. You don't drink calories. That's, like, the true goal. Um, because it's, it's, it's the easiest, like, it's the easiest place to lose it, right? Because it's so easy to drink a soda, it's so easy to drink a juice, and especially with juice, because you could lie to yourself, be like, "Oh, this orange juice is good for me," and it is. You know what I mean? But usually, you're eating the orange juice with pancakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you'd so say you're doubling down, right? Um, and man, it's 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 wild. It's wild. Yeah. I had unsweetened tea is good though. Unsweetened tea. I'm I'm. I, I, I dude, I drink I've I drink tea enough. all day long. I yeah, I'm drinking enough where yeah. I actually enjoy it now. It yeah. took a lot of work. And it's the same. It's it's the same with black coffee. It takes mm, still taking it, me some time to get around the black coffee. You got to earn it. You got to yeah. earn it. <laughs> Tea was like maybe a good 30 days of having it consistently. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this isn't bad at all. And I've even like, yeah. like, I like Tay Java, like, like Tea Java. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is, this is even better than this. Like, I'm, I'm even finding my versions of it sure. that I enjoy more. So yeah. I'm really getting down with the, with the, with the unsweetened tea. Yeah, so I do. Uh, the coffee's gonna be tough. The the coffee took to, the coffee took like thirty days, right? To to yeah. do the same thing, and then it like came in waves after that, where you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, I'm good, thirty days, and then like sixty days in, you'd go through a week where you just really wanted something other than black. So it it, it takes some effort. From but once you're there, once you get past it, I would say maybe it takes three or four months, then you're good. Then you're like, oh, this is just how coffee is. And then you truly appreciate it because then it gets the thing that is different about black coffee than all the other is then it gets way, way better. Once you can, once you can accept it, it's kind of like dark chocolate. Should I start eating dark chocolate to work to, to help build up some of that too? (laughs) (laughs) Coffee and dark chocolate are like the same boat for me. Like same boat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're used to this like super sweet chocolate, right? Yes. Yes. And it's not good. You think it's good. It's not good. And then once you get into dark chocolate, you're like, this isn't good. And then after a while, you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to start. Yeah, oh, it, it does today the same I'm going to see it. I'm going to start working my way to, to dark chocolate because dark chocolate yeah, is we disgusting. Had, we have these two little like like chunks of chocolate every night. Every dark night. chocolate. We have these. Yeah, dark What's chocolate. the percentage? Oh, it's like 80. Oh. Yeah. 
And there's this store and there's this store in Fort Collins. And you look forward that, to this. An eighty percent dark um, chocolate. You look oh forward. My God, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, like, <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of every day. Um so there's this store in Fort Collins and they do like super duper like each chocolate bar is like nine dollars and they're like smaller than a Hershey bar. You know what I mean? And they're like nine dollars. And you're like, this is insane. And it's so good. And it's like eighty percent and blah blah blah. And, dude. Oh, dark chocolate. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> said all that to say, yeah, man, it, you're on an adventure. Um, and the rewards are uh, that you live a healthier life. You live longer. You get to spend more time with your someday grandkids, let's figure, right? Um, and, and you get to kind of achieve all the goals that you want in life. So, you know, no big deal. Just achieve all the goals you want in life. That's all. Um, yeah. So. I'm excited for it because one of these days it's good, you know, we keep this trend going. You know, you're going to be like, well, I woke up and I had to go to work, but I did my exercise first anyway. Yeah. That's where we're, that's that, that's where we're headed right there. That's man. where we're going. So how was your week? Let me see. I, uh, your tally was, I think you ended up uh, going, what, five and two the first week? Five and five and two, then six and one. Yeah. Five and two, six and um, one. Exactly. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I was just so much more productive. It's exactly basically what I said. Like I, like, I know that this is a problem in my life, right? That that I do this thing where I get too involved in um, sort of like stuff that's candy, right? It, it's, it's intellectual candy. I could be doing more productive stuff that would be more valuable for me. Um, and I would be happier at the end of those. If I did it and, and I, it's, it was exactly true. It was like, if I can, if I can, so actually that's kind of what I'd want. Like I want five and two and six and one. Like I want to have a day where I kind of kick back and I sort of half work and I sort of, you know what I mean? Like I want that. I want, I want a day where I watch a little too much YouTube and, you know, kind of enjoy light fun stuff. Um, but I also don't want that to be Wednesday, right? I want Wednesday to be about being productive, that kind of thing. So, uh, it was good. It, it worked exactly the way I expected. And uh, it was, in fact, hard. There were a couple of times where I was like, I want to. And I was like, nope. <laughs> so, mm. but I got a lot done. There's going to be, there's about to be a new uh, homepage for Comics Helper. Like, so that'll be really good. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. So, yeah, super productive week. Uh, yeah, life is good. So, nah, that's awesome, man. I, I like it. I, I enjoy this challenge. It, you know, for me, it was, uh, it was a fun challenge, and I can't wait to see how we continue on with this next this next week. I like. Yeah, I think you got, it's a good addition. We got to the two show. more weeks, right? Yeah, and then we then we up the Annie. Yeah, we're two more up. weeks, then we up the Annie. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, and then uh, so we read Old Man in the Sea, which you have never heard of before, right? Yeah, I've never had you, I, had you had I've you, you never, never heard read of it. it. I've never okay. read it, nor nor have I heard. I, not not enough, not enough okay. that it like you know, like I, I I remember it or anything. It, it's uh, yeah, it hasn't been enough where I remember it. Um, I read it when I was eighteen, nineteen years old. Um, now I'm getting back to it and reading it again. So it's so far it's different than I remember, um, which is interesting. But I'd like your first impressions. What, what, what are your What are your thoughts? So, I uh, the 
the first thing that I think about when I think about this book is I, I'd say it's very much, it's a very, I don't know if intellectual is the right word to use. Um, but I, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm flipping through the thesaurus in my head here to kind of <laughs> find. Because I, I, I think intellectual kind of, to me, is it's a little more highbrow than like intellect, really, when I, when I think, like, I think it's for like, it's for the writers. Like, this is a book to me that I think, like, writers, poets, people like that would appreciate it's got so much that. more. Well, it, you, know what it, you know what it's got? It's a lot like The Alchemist in that it's simple, right? Yeah. It is not there's, – there's not a lot of, like, complicated, you know, over-the-top – none of that. It's very yeah. simple. Yeah. But no. what, you're pick, what you're picking up, I think, is – like the detail but, uh, the alchemist was way more straightforward right it was yes. like this happened then this happened then this yes happened. whereas yes. this is like um it's like a like, sway what? it's like a it's like a watching like a, bo- a boat rock it's just like you don't i don't really know what's next i don't really i honestly still don't know necessarily what's going on i, I i'm pretty <laughs> i'm kind of just like i'm wondering if he's is he dying out of the sea? Is he dreaming? Is he dead? Is he? I'm very much kind of like, okay, I guess we'll find out. So um, we didn't really, we both sort of stopped at about halfway rather than yes. like a specific point. Did um, did the bird, did you get to the part where the bird yeah, lands yeah. on the fishing line? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like you go. And so that's that. That is a perfect example of the difference than of this book than The Alchemist. I would say, right? Because the bird landing on the fishing line is telling you something, right? It, it's you can tell, like, well, why did he put it in there? It must be meaningful, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's got to have. You're like, is it foreshadowing? Is he trying to tell me what is going on there? And then, whereas The Alchemist was like, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. But this is just as simple. A bird lands on a fishing line. He's there. He looks at the bird for a little while, and the bird flies away. <laughs> right? yeah, and it's yeah. like, but what did that? What did that mean? <laughs> yeah. No, and I, and I think it's like, ah, uh, I know the the word is there. I'm next y'all. I'm gonna have it, but I feel like there's like, <coughs> excuse me. Then the alchemist was a different. It was a different story. It was a story mm-hmm. that felt like there was. Something at the end, like we were chasing something. This story is—I don't—I don't know what it is. What, like, I don't—I don't know what we're chasing. I don't know. You know what I mean? It feels like it's just a story about a person. Just, 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 uh, just a person. There's no like muse that we're on the hunt for. There's no. Like it just seems like this is the this is the direction that life has led for this person, and we're just picking up on the eighty year old man and what his life looks like, and maybe that's just because that's what the first chapter was, and then there's all this other stuff that comes later, but that's kind of what I you know like an old like a baby basically it's like the story of age to me. It's kind of that's exactly like, what it is. I think yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly it, right. And so we're both. I think we're both a little bit maybe because we're, you know, hitting like 
right? I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in my mid forties. You're hitting that late thirties period, mm -hmm, right? So mm -hmm. we're starting to be like, okay, well, we're we're halfway through. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, in yeah. A, in our heads, we have to start thinking that, right? And this is about the old man in the sea, right? So when I see that bird land, right, I, I got really stuck on the bird thing. I went, I actually went back and like listened to the whole bird section again, and I was like, what is he telling me here? And it's that like. The thing that I took away from it is that it was like, it was symbolic of this entire idea that you're doing what you have to do and there will be things that show up and then they will leave. Mm. And that's what life is. Mm. <laughs> and I was, and that's, I think why it, it like hit me. Cause I was like, what is the, what is the bird? And the bird is like, you're an old man fishing. Right, like that's a, that's what you are. You're an old man fishing. Wow, um, and wow. I, I I'm with that. I, but I think there's so many of those in this. There's in a this bunch book. of them. Because there's there's also like the what is it? Did he cut his hand? Yeah, on yeah, the rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm -hmm, you got that mm -hmm. part. And or you go even like, oh. how he describes how he describes how he ties a little twine around his toe to you know, and and he can see like there's all these like ways that you could say something so much less elegant. Oh sure, and and he he does it kind of like Steinbeck did, where they made the simplest things yep. sound like such these big giant steps. Yep. And 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 I think if I was a writer, I like as a writer, you probably really I can see why people in the in the uh, in in the world of not. You know the scholars that are literature, yeah, the, the scholar literature scholars out there. I can see why Hemingway is like a point of like, He's this is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I can see like this is a guy. This is like, you know, for for us when we're you know thirty forty years from now and we're talking about shooting and we're saying like, yeah, no, this guy right here, Steph Curry, like like this was the guy, like was like butter. yeah. That that to the, me is like I, I immediately recognize. Oh, this is why they say he's the guy. The thing that's different, like Steinbeck, like beat you over the head with how good he was. Okay, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was describing these rolling hills, and you were like, you were in rolling hills for like yeah. three or four minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you were in rolling hills for a while, and Hemingway like does it in a sentence. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like all these things that you that the whole bird thing, the whole bird thing was like eight sentences. And I'm like, well, I'm a human living my life and people come and go. And that's like the bird. Like and I'm wrecked by this like one little thing in in a similar way to Steinbeck, but just so much less. I wrote I wrote down, I'm pulling it up right now. I wrote down this one chunk. And, you know, it's real easy to miss, I guess, um, in any of these, like, in any of these books, right? He just, he throws out so many one-liners. So here's, so the old man in the sea, right? And he's, he's on the boat by himself thinking, just thinking, right? Um, and maybe talking aloud to himself, not exactly sure. And he mm -hmm. says, it's good to be lucky. But I'd rather be exact. That way, when you're, 
when you're lucky, you're ready for it. Mm. If you think about that, that's some profound stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's like some deep, meaningful stuff. And he threw it away in a sentence, just like hit it in the middle of the old man sort of talking to himself. Well, that's wisdom. It's it's totally. It lines up with like that's something that an old man would say. That's something that a wide (laughs) wise old man would say. And and a lot of the book is is that of a wide old wide old wise old man. This man is this old man is clearly wise, you know, and, and he's got wealth of knowledge. And even with the boy, you know, in the first part of it, the uh, first chapter, even with the boy, you know, he he's he's talking to the boy, and the boy says, "You want me to come?" He's like, "No, I want you to I want you to go. I want you to go. That's a better shit. You'll have more luck. You'll have to, you know what I mean? Like the wisdom." And how wide, wise the old man is. Oh, that, that's clear. He's he's loaded with wisdom, and loaded. and Hemingway definitely writes a lot of that wisdom in there. You know, and he tells the memory tells the boy uh, about like sometimes you'll have a mini mini fish, and 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 sometimes you'll go weeks without catching any. You know, and it's just all all the book, and I guess you breaking it down just a minute ago, put it in very clear perspectives. I think this book is just about life and as you get older, the wisdom that you have, you know, and, and, and so far that that's really all that this book has, has laid out for us. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of the book so far. That's the whole point. Now I haven't read it through, so I don't know. If I it, have. Oh, all right. That, that, <laughs> I'm, I'm right, expecting. Well, no, I mean, I'm I have like, hoping... I, I, I read it when I was no, like I know I said, when, 18, yeah. 19 years old. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. No, no, I, know I know where we're pack. going. Like I'm hoping fireworks are coming and like some like sea dragon jumps out and the man has to like the defeat of sea dragon and you know there's like this fireworks and excitement but my gut tells me that nope we're just the old man in the sea and it might be like a ending that's poetic and you know you know some nice uh, poetic justice I guess at the ending that. You know, leaves a little one-liner teardrop, tearjerker, or something that happens. That that's kind of like my guess, um, and that's probably the the only excitement that we we get out of this book. It's complicated, right? I think actually you you hit one. You were like talking about the boy, right? So I right, let let's let's break it down, right? Um, you got to let the boy go on the better boat, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the world is going to go on a better boat. Yeah. And you're going to be an old man on the boat. Yes. And you got to let the world go on the better boat. That's heavy when that you is stop heavy. and think about it. You know that what I mean? <laughs> and he's full of this stuff of, of, of you know, get on the better boat. And we're going to get a lot more of that. We're gonna get a lot more of that over the next over the next chapter. Well, so, they, and how true that is in life. How many great things in life started out with some old person going, "Oh, that'll never work." Yeah. In every aspect of ah, oh, those new cars, those computers, you can't even, you know, like how many? Uh, you know, one of my favorite things are is when and and a lot of people that I drive with do this when you drive past houses being built and it, and it's mostly older people that i've noticed say that uh my wife says it too but they always go man 
they put that house up too fast. Oh no, that that house, it's gonna fall. Like rainstorm come, like like there's no way that, that can be a good solid house. It yeah, only and you're took like, them, and you're like, when's the last time a house just fell down? Yeah, not just that. Like, like you know you can, you know, you know you can build a house these days in like a day. Like like it only takes like supplies and like maybe you gotta let some stuff set. But this isn't like this isn't you know a hundred years ago like. Technology is in play. Yeah, prefabricated houses can be like shipped. Basically, all put you all you yeah. gotta do is put them together. Yeah, like like the world, like things are a little bit different now. Like it don't take, you know, some 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 entire summer where like granddad and his friend is building like you know some you know seven hundred square foot home. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> brick by brick. Like it's different now. Like you build, you build a house now where like it's basically all technology. It's like put together. The house pulls up, and you just like piece that thing together. Like, like that's how you build a house. And the only reason why it takes some houses longer is because they're probably waiting for parts that are on delay and different things like that. But once the tools are there, if you got the manpower, you can build anything in, in no time. Yeah, like that's the we world have. We're in. We have all of the exact right fasteners. Yeah, yeah, the exact right ones. So if yeah. you need to do a thing. Yeah. So yeah. No, you're exactly you're exactly right. And people do it. People, people do, do it all it. the time. They do it with uh, uh, running quarterbacks. You know, with football right sure. now, where it's like, oh, they'll never win. You can't win like that. Like you, the time's going to come because you see, the more and more people understand the the the, the uh, edge that you gain by having that ability, like the day's coming. Randall Cunningham was just before his time. There's going to be a time in the era of football where Randall Cunningham would be a godsend because the rest of the world of football is going to adapt to the fact that people are just more gifted and faster and more talented than they were before. So we're going to use this asset. You know what I mean? Like we're going to use this speed. Like, you know, don't you, don't you remember when people used to worry that Steph Curry would he would he wouldn't have the energy to take three yeah, point shots at the end of the, game. the playoffs. Yeah. He would run, it's you crazy. know, you, you can't, you can't shoot 13 times. It's and like, crazy. by the time you get to the playoffs, you're, there's no way you'll be able to shoot 13 times. And like, that was a genuine criticism yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like it also in fairness to the criticism of Seth, Seth also got like, there were a lot of people who were like, he's the best shooter in the history of the NBA. And they were saying that when he was a year in the league and yeah. two years in the league. Yeah. And it was like, Okay, look, he's a tremendous shooter, but like, let's not, you know, like, let's respect Larry Bird. <laughs> like, like well, there's some well, people who could shoot. Yeah, but <laughs> let's go back to even like, you know, Don Nelson, NBA guy. One of, if you ever hear him talk, he's one of the wisest old men out there. Right. And one of the things that he's always been about is he's always about the cutting edge, and so. I go back to Don Nelson, who was the first coach to go, threes are better than twos. And everyone thought he was crazy. And by the way, what an obvious insight. <laughs> Three is better than two. <laughs> why did why was that so hard? <laughs> because, yo, history, tradition, whatever you want to call it, past, your experiences people hold so tightly to those things 
Nah, boy, you got to get on a better boat. Got to get on a better boat. <laughs> and and uh, we, listen, I had this conversation just the other day. Um, you know, just, just me and a wife talking. And I had this conversation and I said, yo, like, when when your thing is, when the, when you're doing something that's working and you're hitting and every, all the eyes are on you, all attention is on you. The great people, while that's while that thing is hitting, the the greats are already working on the next thing. The next thing. They're like when the thing is working, they're not like, you know, oh yeah, let me let me let me let me uh build this add on to the next thing. Let me focus. Like they're like, no, nah, no, nah, all right. At some point, this is gonna run out, and people are gonna be looking for something else. So, I'm already working on the next thing. So that when that thing finally runs its course, because this is the world we're in, it is a guarantee it's going to run its course. Mark Zuckerberg knew at some point Facebook is going to run its course. And he bought Instagram. And he bought Instagram. Instagram, I think, was 12 employees, and he bought it for $1.2 billion. And look at him now. Then, And then he still kept going. And he bought the uh WhatsApp. The, 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 the WhatsApp. Then he bought the then he then he built the uh the VR or the the whatever the my daughter yeah, has one. And and your top Oculus. And, the Oculus. And you can't even use that unless you're on Facebook. So it, it, it now and it circles you back the Facebook. So that you know, all right, I'm gonna build something that connects the people and keeps the people going to Facebook. The way that you get success is not about what is working for you now necessarily. It's about how do you continue that momentum? Yep. You know, words of Jay-Z, man, longevity is how you really, you know, how you really see who who can do it. Yeah. Who is it? It's not just that I made one hit album. It's that I can make 10. Yeah, you got to get on that better boat, man. Get on that better boat, man. Don't get stuck. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's that's a, that's that's for the show. Get on the better <laughs> boat. All right. Well, look, um, we'll finish up Old Man in the Sea this week. Touch base next week, and uh, good show. It was great to talk to you, man. Yeah, same here, man. All right, talk to you. Oh, uh, no, yeah. wait, Where hold on. Us? Yeah, man. Where can people up? find us? I need Vernon. the oop part. Yeah, I, need the oop. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon, where can people find us? They can find us on uh, The Process is Black and White, and they can search us on any of your social media platforms at The Process is Black and White. We'll pop right up. All right, talk to you next week. All right, bro.